Hey, hey. I hope you're having a great week since I last spoke to you on the pod. And today I just wanted to kind of check in with you, talk to those of you who are a little hard on yourself when you're falling behind in life or on your to-do list, right? Not just on your to-do list, but on maybe even your goals because that's been something that has come up. So I don't know if you have considered this, but I know that in speaking to many of you, you don't really know what it looks like to give yourself grace. So instead of praying over yourself when you're overwhelmed or falling behind, you actually go into fight or flight mode and you fight with yourself. Ask me how I know. (laughs) Well, today I just want to help you shift your perspective and take up your shield of faith, put on the helmet of salvation and grab the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So you can fight the schemes of the evil one. That's right. You're going to put on the full armor of God and we're just going to move into a new mindset and put Christ at the center of it all. So I hope you have your Bible. If you don't, it's all good. We're digging in in three, two, one. You're now listening to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast a place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz Castro, your Jesus-loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with, If you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party, and let's dig into today's episode. So I'm just going to start by saying that this advice is for me too. I'm not the best at giving myself grace sometimes, maybe now more so than before. However, I have moments when I just am so stuck in the moment and how I think things are supposed to be going that I can't get out of it. And it's hard. It's very hard. It can be overwhelming. It definitely produces anxiety in some moments and I think the thing that I'm trying to escape is just feeling like a total failure when it doesn't even really matter. Like, I remember hearing a comment from someone, and I think this is in a movie probably, but the comment was essentially saying, will it matter in five minutes? Will it matter in five days? Will it matter in five years? And the truth is, most of the time it doesn't matter in any of those time periods, right? So as I said, or maybe I didn't say, I meant to say this episode was supposed to go live, I want to say back in March, but I kept rearranging the episode schedule and pushing this out. And it's pretty timely now for me, at least that this is something that I'm putting out. So I hope that this is timely for you too. Now, What in the world can this apply to, this 
prayer that we're going to be praying over ourselves, um, this kind of shift in mindset, right? And the truth is that it applies to pretty much any time you feel like you're falling behind or things are not going according to plan, especially if you're a person who likes for things to be a certain way. So I'm raising my hand. That's me. Uh, falling behind on your to-do list and other projects can trigger a lot of negative emotions. And don't you know, the enemy will use those opportunities to slide in with the negative self-talk. You'll end up beating up on yourself to the point that you just don't have the confidence or the motivation to keep going. You might end up thinking things like, what's the point? When will I get it together? What's my problem? Or even feel bad for yourself and think things like, when will I get a break? Why is this happening to me? The list goes on. So I want to read this scripture to you and help you turn it into a prayer because I think if we consider things just a little differently, it might actually make a really big impact. This is Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. I think that's a really sweet reminder. I honestly don't know of anyone who is a pro at giving themselves grace, but I know people who are better at it than others. And I think that one of the things that I see, especially when I consider what sets those people apart kind of on a broader spectrum, is that they are people who on a consistent basis remind me of the sweet things that I think of when I think of Jesus. And what I mean by that is I think about how Jesus might respond to certain situations that I might be struggling to respond to in a positive way or in a way that isn't so like soul crushing. And I feel like what the Bible tells us about Jesus, what I'm getting from that is that he was very compassionate. He was tenderhearted, right? Um, and so I want to do a little bit of a word study because I like the word studies. And this tenderhearted word is actually the, I don't know that it's exactly the translation, but it's the, the transliteration is usplankos. Oh man, usplankos. Usplankos. This is a challenging one. I do not have any background in Greek. And that's okay. We're going to be okay with that, right? Having grace, right? But really what it means is um, compassionate or tenderhearted. <laughs> I'm laughing because uh, in the outline of biblical usage, which is found inside of blueletterbible.org, the other biblical use of that word means pitiful, which is used to describe having strong bowels. <laughs> That's not what we're talking about today. We are talking about compassionate, tenderheartedness, okay? And I'm not going to try to say the word again because I've already butchered it on my two attempts. Compassionate, tenderhearted. Who is compassionate? Jesus, right? 
sympathetic, okay? And again, the people who I see having grace, being able to like extend grace, not only to others, but to themselves who don't beat up on themselves, like those are people who on a normal basis remind me of the compassion that I think of when I think about Jesus. Okay. The other word that I wanted to dig into is that word forgiven. And I mean, it's it goes without saying that forgiveness is powerful, right? It is life-changing and it's also freeing. That's why I want to dive into that, okay? So the biblical use of this word includes to do something pleasant or agreeable, to show one's self-gracious, kind, or benevolent, to grant forgiveness, to pardon, to give graciously, give freely, bestow. And it is from the word karizomai. I think that's what it is. We're going to go with that. Again, meaning to give graciously, to grant forgiveness, to show yourself being gracious, kind, or benevolent. So it's interesting to me to consider this because there are people who are very gracious to other people. And then their internal dialogue is trash. Frankly put, it's garbage right? I know people like that. I can't say that I tear myself up on the inside, right? When in my thoughts, but I sometimes get impatient with myself. And so I'm just going to raise my hand and say, I tend to be more gracious and compassionate toward others. And sometimes I don't exactly show that same grace and compassion to myself. And then there are people who I know for a fact are very gracious toward others. And then to themselves, they are not. They're the opposite. They say terrible things to themselves. They think unkind things about themselves. And so I want to just kind of give you the words to turn this verse into a prayer over yourself. And I I hope that you do internalize this and pursue the Lord about it. Okay, here's our prayer. Lord, help me to be kind and compassionate toward myself, especially as I work to improve in my execution of tasks and commitments. Forgive me for trying to do things in my own strength and focusing on my worries instead of focusing on you. Help me to forgive myself for these negative thoughts and feelings I have toward myself and give me a renewed strength to stand strong on the firm foundation of Jesus Christ and to do the good works you prepared in advance for me to do. I trust you. I trust that what you have made is good, including me, and I love you. Thank you that you loved me first. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen. You know, it's not easy to do things that are different, including being kind to yourself, seeing yourself as worthy of patience, or in a moment, you know, 
kind of taking that step back and instead of focusing on the circumstances, on the things that you want to control, focusing on the Lord, I understand that in our flesh, it's not the first thing that we do. But I do believe that with practice, with patience, and in time, it's possible. So I pray that this is a blessing to you. And I'm really hoping that you're already registered for the 2023 Renewed Conference because, sister friend, we are just a few weeks away. Head to HerRenewedStrength.com forward slash conference to get registered for free. And hopefully you're joining the Slack channel if you aren't already inside of it. We will see you at the live Zoom party November 10th. What else? Our virtual swag bag is filled with some goodies for you. And it's just going to be really good, a really good experience. So I hope I see you there. And if I don't, I will see you on the next one. God bless this. Hey, sister girl, if you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, and if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses, and other services, head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five extra tips and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.